Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. Welcome to Nightlight, everybody. So glad you could join us. This is uh, Neon Twilight with Solaris Blue Raven, and tonight we're going to be dipping into Manly P. Hall's book again, uh, Teachings of All Ages. Uh, a great book for everybody to have, a great book for everybody to look into, and Solaris and I are discovering so much stuff that we didn't know we knew or that we can expand upon so that it's uh, an opportunity for us to grow and hopefully drag some of you along with us as we as we go. So welcome to your show, Solaris. I'm really glad this is another chance we have to 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 stretch our brains, so to speak. That's right. Welcome. Yes, thank you, Barbara. It's always a pleasure to be here with you on, on uh, Nightlight and Neon Twilight. So yeah, this is going to be fun. Actually, you know, the the title that we had for tonight is The Mysteries and Their Emissaries. And I I think, you know, before we go too far into this, we have to kind of talk a little bit about what we're talking about. And this is not a religiously focused element of our program at all, because when we talk about the mysteries, we're not talking about religious mysteries. We're talking about philosophical, cultural, um, psychological, the mystery schools, as they were, that, that go back to the beginning of time. And, and um, the, the people who were involved in the mystery schools are very different from the religious prophets that we've talked about over time. So it's, it's kind of, we, we, we kind of, kind of, divide here there has to be a a, a division for people to understand we're not talking about religious people we're talking about spiritual mystical people and and the term that that he uses in in a couple of places which i personally really like is initiate teacher Mm -hmm. so that so that so that and and again you know, so many times we have a term that we, we associate with and then everybody decides to use the same term so it doesn't really apply anymore so that 
you know, we have to find another term, but initiate teacher rings a bell for me because mm-hmm. it 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 speaks of people that have been initiated into a mystery school and the mystery school it it had it had to do with alchemy, it had to do with magic, it had to do with telepathy and with miracles and with knowledge and with wisdom and and you know, it it has nothing to do with religion. Mhm. Absolutely. Yeah, mirrors are spirits and to some degree in my opinion anyway. But yeah. I think I think religion is kind of put you in a box, it's that construct and, and this is expansive. There's no there's no glass ceiling with mystery school. In my opinion. Anyway. Well and 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 you know, when 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 you know and we'll go into some of the ones that, that he mentions because they're fascinating. But but you know, it when when they talk about magic connected to the mystery schools, um they aren't really talking so much waving a wand and making a stick into a snake. They're they're talking about um, telepathy. They're talking about out of body experiences. They're you know what what we today will, would say are are spiritual aspects of an energetic that we utilize within our with our within our reality. Um, we're not talking a magic show. We're talking we're talking a utilization of energy in order to manifest certain potentialities and, that the human spirit has and carries. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, mastering consciousness comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, right you know, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's mine too. You know, and I think that, 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 that the term magic is something... Now, I call magic what we do. But um, so many, so many people associate trickster, you know, with you know, being tricking people into thinking they're seeing something they're not. And when when we talk about this kind of magic, it's utilizing skills and powers that everybody has, but not everybody uses. And right. and you know, the these mystery schools have been around, gosh, since the beginning of time. I mean, oracles at Delphi. Um, you know uh and and i think one of the things that is so amazing is that when you get these i wouldn't even call them master teachers i like the term initiate teacher because it it mm-hmm. infers that they they have that they are schooled and they are wise and and um you know they 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 are equated with pythagoras and and socrates and plato is these are these are extraordinarily intelligent people who have philosophies that go beyond the mundane and mm-hmm. it's it's in many ways i do compare it to to at least christianity where we had you know a wise teacher in jesus and what did we do we killed him so right. it seems to, it seems to me that that this is what happens to the initiate teachers um and and you know those that have the greatest wisdom and are are, are you know are are revered by you know pharaohs and kings and and rulers and stuff like that um they they don't they don't have real good track records as far as life goes um mm-hmm. that that having the kind of wisdom and knowledge that they have um seems to almost invite people into um um being frightened of them and and then of course um 
ultimately killing them, which is what mm-hmm. seems to have happened to a great many of them. And right. um, have you found any of that? Um, not not that not that people have tried to kill you, though. Though I have I've had a couple of <laughs> I've had a couple of death threats myself. So, um, but but having the ability to utilize the potential that everybody has access to for mm-hmm. some reason makes people um, afraid of you. Yet they come to you for your wisdom and your knowledge and your expertise, and yet. There is a sense, there is in many cases, um, a little bit of leeriness and fear so that mm-hmm. having these skills isolates you tremendously. Yeah, it certainly does. Well, I think they're intimidated. I mean, even when I was a martial arts instructor, they, my students were intimidated before they got to know me just by my energetic, my demeanor. But I find that the knowledge, the gnosis of understanding, whether it's mystery schools or just expansive you know, education, people are very intimidated. And, and those who aren't uh, can be very jealous and envious. They can be um, combative. And, 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 you know, see it here today, we kind of look at that, the persecution aspects of attacking someone or calling them demonic when they have a gift, uh, you know, falsely uh-huh. accusing them because they're jealousy. But then again, when they, when, they find, when they wind up, you know, taking somebody down, they'll take their information and run with it or rewrite it and utilize it for themselves in their own inner circles. I've seen that before. We even look at it through the timeline of history or his story or her story, but that, that has happened before. So that, I find that interesting. Well, I just, it, to me, it's, I have found being in this field is isolate. For, mm-hmm. oh, for, absolutely. And that's okay. That's, that's okay. But, but for some reason, um, having skills and, and wisdom tends to make people leery of you. And what is it about humanity that, that while it will seek out the wisdom, it's, it's also afraid of it? Mm-hmm. I think it's their social engineering and their belief systems. You look at the constructs of where they've been, and, you know, we can go into the religious world, but that is a, that is a belief system that's very hardcore. It keeps them in a box, uh-huh. in a stasis, so to speak, and they don't move out of that box. And then when you present something else, which is based on a higher level of consciousness, they tend to be fear-based or, or, or just, uh, you know, maybe even a sense of guilt as they start to explore these realms, which I find very sad. But I see it all the time, even today's society. You know, they don't want to grow. They don't want to evolve. Not everybody, but, but it seems like there's a great amount of people that just don't want to move. They don't want to keep moving into higher or onto higher levels of divinity, and I find that such a sad situation because that's the only way you really learn is to evolve and, and find your pathway spiritually, in my opinion, anyway. Well, yeah, I agree, and and it, it's it's fascinating in that while while these initiate teachers, these wise people through time, and and there are a couple here that that I find fascinating, um, it it. It boggles my mind that, you know, here these all of these people seem to be very sincere, very genuine. They they have wisdom that goes beyond time, so that they obviously are able to tap into um, universal energies and universal wisdom and the connection with the divine. And and yet they they for some reason are marked almost. It's almost like there's a mark on them. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, use them at will, but don't trust them. Be, and, right. I mean, I, I, found, I found that some people were afraid of being around me because they thought I could read their minds. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they're intimidated. Well, yeah. Yeah, but, but, you know, the reality is can, can anybody do that? Sure. But, but there's, 
there's a, a sense of, of, of um, it's not appropriate to do it without somebody's permission. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just not. So, so, so you don't. Um, and, and it just, you know, can you read everybody's mind? No, of course not. Well, maybe you can. But, but it, it, again, it's something that you just don't do. Um, yeah, there's a protocol. There's an et- etiquette, so to speak. Yeah. There is, and it's 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 uh, philosophic, it's ethical, it is religious mm-hmm. and scientific. And and what what is amazing is that these these emissaries were gifted in all aspects of life, whether it was mathematics or whether it was alchemy or whether it was history or or whether it, you know they could speak of time frames in history in which it was almost as though they had lived it and and maybe they had. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it, it's it's a matter of of having a wealth of knowledge available to you and be willing to share it, and and yet people still don't trust you. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 it was a time I do believe you know you know pre flood um, where where there was a, a, a time frame where people trusted each other there was a, a greater uh, a community of of it was a community history world was a community it was one language there was you know one people and and it, there was peace and harmony mm-hmm. and and yet you know as you move forward in time and then of course we had you know the ice age and the flood and all of that um when humanity came back into existence, there there were um, these initiate teachers that seemed to crop up in places. Now, um, did you get a feeling as to, you know, are there that many initiate teachers now or are they around? And, and I think at, at one point in time, someplace in this material, um, 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 he said something to the effect of, you know, there are initiate teachers around here, um, mm-hmm. but but you won't know them because they're 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 keeping to the shadows, so to speak. They're um, not not because they they're afraid of. Well, they may be. <laughs> I mean, Maybe cloaked, a little bit cloaked. I think I was cloaked back yeah. in the day. You know, I look at us. I don't know about you, but I was pretty cloaked before the induction in two thousand and four. I mean, I was doing my work, but. I wasn't that out there, you know, in a sense. So I had my own uh-huh. work that I was doing hardcore. But when I look at that idea behind that, I, I find that beings like us are initiated teachers to some degree. And we're old ones. Um, you know, not, I don't uh-huh. say that with ego or arrogance. I'm just saying it's, it's a history. It's a, it's a celestial benchmark in our cosmic blueprint, in my opinion. So we can look at it like that. I think there are plenty of us here. And I also think there are too many um, wannabes, you know, the people that are doing the hijacking of the New Age community, <clears throat> excuse me, and that kind of thing that's going on. So... Um, but yeah, I find that I think they're here. I think we've been on and off planet several times over. But it does seem like, regardless of what we leave here as a benchmark for the revolution, um, whether it's through our books, our teachings, and just being here as light, they they just take so much. They they kind of consume it. They activate a little bit at the DNA level, and then they just go back to sleep. And I find uh-huh. that this is what's going on and on. I, I don't know about you, but this is how it feels to me. It's like it's like the teacher that teaches them, and all of a sudden they learn a few things, and then they forget. So it's, it's practice, practice, or constant repetition of positive enforcement 
and keeping yourself educated. And I don't want to give a lecture, but you know, you just don't just read a few lines and then just think you're you're activated and enlightened. And it's a long journey. It's a pro- process, and I don't see many people trying to do that. I'm not saying it's well, a I, question. I, I you know, I tend to go into another world, so. No, that's all right. <laughs> I followed you. Um, yeah. I think what what bothers me is that that there are so many of these quote unquote schools out there that will give you a certificate and say you have been initiated into the whatever whatever whatever, and and it it, it they infer that you now have the power to do all sorts of things and that's it's crap. Um, I met I met someone a while back and she was all excited. It was on a Sunday evening and she was celebrating because she had just finished a three-day workshop and she was now a shaman. And I said to her, you know, she, she said she was a shaman and I said, what tradition? And she said, the shaman tradition. And I said, well, yeah, but there's different, you know, there's Peruvian and there's, you know, there's lots of there's Native American shaman. There's you know lots of different kinds of shaman. What kind are you? And she said, I'm a shaman. And I said, okay. Um, and what is your philosophy? You know. And she said, well. And she pulled out the certificate that she'd gotten after three days, and she said, this certificate says I'm a shaman. And I said, oh my goodness. I I, I said, please don't brag about that because a, a true shaman will will not respect this piece of paper at all shaman shaman are recognized they are not initiated they are recognized by their work and it's a title that people give them because of how they 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 do their work it's not something that you i i I said i'm sure you've learned something in this three days but it it doesn't make you a real shaman and she said well this certificate says i am yeah. Well, there are classes. <laughs> I've done attunements. I have to tell you, though, I've done attunements on people where I give them certificates, and it's an attunement, um, and that is legitimate yeah. with my teachings and my initiation where I've been, and so I'm the, as a master teacher, I initiate them. So I, it's not the same, obviously, but there is, um, you know, I have no problem giving certificates for attunements, but, yeah, no, it's a journey. It's progression, and, and um, you know, you just, not, just don't do it overnight, but I find that there are some people out there who really do have the gift. Um, usually when they have the gift, they don't need to seek well, you know, and that's, you know, what I'm finding is if people truly have the gift, they don't talk about it. And if they mm-hmm. want to charge money for the gift, then they talk about it, and then they don't have a gift. So well, I don't know, because I charge for my fees. You know where I stand? I've always, I've given stuff away over the years, and this is where I come from. I've given things away. I've given things away. I had a lot taken from me, and then I started teaching for my time. And yeah, I do. I uh-huh. do charge for my sessions, and I don't have any problem with that whatsoever. Well, but it's just my own preference. Uh, but it's real. No, no, I, and the date is real. No, no. So it's, I'm, I'm you know. right with you on that. I, I do readings from time to time, and I do charge for them. But um, it's, it's, it's different when people are going to, you know, hang out a shingle, and um, it, it, it bothers me. Now it's just me, and it's my opinion, and mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, I have no. I think I have the biggest problem with people saying, you know, I'm going to charge $400 for a reading. And I said, what can you tell me for $400 that's worth $400? Well, <laughs> um, you yeah, know, there's a lot out there. Like, I mean, if you, to... if you look and see, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, if, they, if they're going to give you lottery numbers and they come in, okay. You know, but, 
Well, a lot of that, again, if you look at it on a different level, it's, it's consultation, too, in my opinion, at least where I come from. It, it's more of an analysis. It's, um, it's, it's a lot of therapy, you know, a lot of different le- levels. So it's not just about reading. Absolutely. It's more about um, a, a consultation and connection to, well, someone in between the spaces. Yeah, no, I, I don't I, want to say psychology, I, but there is an aspect to it that is an analysis where we're walking them through certain worlds and decoding information. At least that's the way I work. I, I call it spiritual counseling. Yeah. And cool. and 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 you know in that way it's like okay you have these lessons how can we how can we you know deal with them and and make them easier and make sure you don't have to do the same one again and you know what is the lesson here and it's stuff like that but um it's just you know these days i'm seeing so many people who live by you know the psychic fair or live by you know my reader says this and my reader says that and um you know, it's it's kind of like I'd rather be the teacher of the philosophy than than somebody that's you know telling them what's going to happen next week and you know son of a gun if it happens terrific but right, you yeah. know well you um, have to give them tools yeah no doubt no I, I understand that and I do that analysis and then I'll give them information connected to tools and how to empower I think that's the biggest thing is uh-huh. that they need to learn how to how to do it themselves but once again they need to seek somebody out to get that information and that's part of it too absolutely well and that that is that is the the biggest thing that 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 learning how to do it yourself and learning how to find the portals within and and learning how to open those portals and and how you have to love yourself before other people can love you to that extent that you want and and the, I mean, there's there's so much. Yes, there's so much that that can be given to people so that they can take on the 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 cloak of it themselves and 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 do it for themselves. And that that to me is exciting when somebody mm-hmm. actually you know just says you know help me find the you know find the tools and then you know aim me in the right direction. You know, absolutely go for it. But um, but these these these. The, these initiate teachers have, that that are so incredibly wise and amazing. Um, I I have found what what did he say? He said that that these these initiate teachers, you know, are are are, are have been around since the beginning of time, and and it, he says here that individuals constitute. The present spiritual, intellectual, and ethical standards of the human race, and and that um, you know they they're there and there's a purpose for them and they're links of a hermetic golden chain, which I thought mm-hmm. was was beautifully put, and it's sort mm-hmm. of like you know taking the ancient wisdoms and and whether they're from from the emerald tablets or whether they're from the hermetica or whether they're from wh- wherever they're from um but but taking the ancient wisdoms and bringing them forward into this time frame and helping people to understand how they can make their lives so much richer and so much you know more fun mm-hmm. um is is amazing and he i don't know how manly p hall got all this material together i i'm totally um blown away by the amount of material that he's put into this book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Um, he, he's, he spoke of a number of of um, these teacher, initiate teachers, which I thought was um, amazing. And, and the very first one he talked about was Hypatia. 
Is mm-hmm. that how you pronounce her name? Hypatia, had you heard of her? Mm-hmm. I had not. I had not heard of her until until I read it through this book. And I felt bad for her. You know, sounded like a brilliant woman. Once again, you know, uh-huh. attacked for her knowledge and gnosis and accused of falsely. It sounds like she was falsely accused. Hypatia, is that what she said? I think that's how I would say yeah, it. Yeah, Hypatia. Mm-hmm. And she was a central figure in the Alexandria School of Neoplatonism. Famed mm-hmm. alike for the depth of her learning and the charm of her person, beloved by the citizens of Alexandria and frequently consulted by the magistrates of the city. I mean, this was this was an amazingly brilliant woman, well schooled, mm-hmm. well trained, I mean, just you name it. And and it it she was so well loved. Um and they said that, that Let's see, she was a personal disciple of the magician Plutarch and versed mm-hmm. in profundities of the Platonic school. Um, <clears throat> she was she was just she was brilliant. Um mm-hmm. and what what else they say she she eclipsed in arguments the public esteem every proponent of the Christian doctrines in, in northern Egypt and her writings her writings perished at the time of the burning of the Library of Alexandria, but some of her material is still out there. And, I mean, it, it, she's quoted, and and she was she was murdered. Mm-hmm. She was, you know, they yep. they, and not in a good way. <laughs> I mean, and it's I interesting. It seems like they're way. entity possessed, right? These people that go after her, um, you know, it seems like they're just. Entity possessed, jealous, who knows? But it's amazing. Yeah, she was uh, not a good, not a good situation for her. The brutal crime. Well, they said she was well, actually accused she, of being a, a sorceress in league with the devil, which I thought was interesting because that always seems to happen whenever there's a woman involved who's intelligent. Um, she also, yeah, and she also performed miracles, and and um, she she. But see, the thing is, her miracles were really a demonstration of the natural laws controlling phenomena. So she, her miracles were not, you know, um, a burning bush or, or talking out of thin air. They were, they were utilizing her energies, the native, the, you know, what, what, what is available in nature, and, and, you know, bringing forth cures and, and, Helping people to to have a better life. I mean, her magic was natural mass magic. It wasn't mm-hmm. um, it, it wasn't occultish, and right. and yet, um, I mean, even bishops and everybody thought she was phenomenal. And then, um, you know, she's remembered in history. Um, as a virgin philosopher, I don't know what virginity has to do with, but as a virgin philosopher, and and their testimonies to her virtue, integrity, and absolute devotion to the principles of truth and right. So we're mm-hmm. we're talking about a, a way of life here. We're we're talking about good character. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, she was she was spectacular, and they 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 were not kind in the way that they. Um, Took her out. Um, right. She perished yeah, in what? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, four fifteen, 
Um, and she was noted as the greatest woman initiate of the ancient world. And um, she's, I mean, it's its amazing. Even the, they say that the Catholic Church um, sort of has, has um, how do they say it? They, they, they are saying that the, quite possibly she may have been canonized as St. Catherine of Alexandria. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't her name, but um, mm-hmm. but she she really you know they so so what happens if you have a true loving caring nature you're wise and wonderful and you share everything you have with the world and you help to heal people and you help to bring resolution to to confrontations and things like that so so it's. So 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 you set yourself up to be killed. It that seems that way, doesn't it? Doesn't That's unfortunate. Make... Yeah. yeah, it's a pattern. It's been a historical pattern here on this illusion of the world. I'll tell you, it's the same whether it's male or female. Like these great minds, these brilliant minds, were always censored. Their data was always stolen. They've always been butchered, murdered, assassinated. I mean, this goes on and on. And I find that there's a threat. There's a you know, knowledge knows this is a threat. And also, if you can see beyond the emperors and the kings and the queens and the people who think they're in the illusion of power, they're going to be very intimidated by that. The ignorant, you know, the one thing that they, they did mention with the Hypatia, the, the person that attacked her was very illiterate, and they, made, they put emphasis on a savage and, a, and illiterate man. So I find that interesting because, yeah, if you don't have gnosis, if you're not evolved, then that's going to put you in a space of defense um, and, and low-order entity control, in my opinion. This is where spiritual evolution creates balance and harmony, right? So, yeah, uh-huh. I think it's sad, but we see it today. Persecution is every single day. And if you bring in data or, or bring something onto the timeline that people can't digest, they if they can't digest it, they'll, they don't just reject it with grace. They usually attack. So, yeah, it's unfortunate. That's, that's true. No, and, and you know, it, it, to me, in, in, in seeing this, it, it just... Um, not that I, not that I am equivalent to this, but I can, I can understand how she must have gotten great joy out of sharing her wisdom and being able to, you know, share it and give it away. I, I get the feeling that she didn't, she didn't, um, she gave it away. She, she was not in any way, shape, or form, um, you know, charging grace, you know, great things. She wasn't after power. She was after wisdom. Mm-hmm. And and because that she because she gave away the wisdom, um, she was she was um, vilified and 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 mob rule is really uh, especially you know in in what 415 A.D. I mean it, mm. it took nothing to get a to get a mob going and say let's let's kill the woman and you know and off they went and did it and I mean what a loss what a waste and then to have the mm-hmm. of course the the library burned, which which was one of the biggest mm. um, oh tragedies of, of the ancient world, as far as I'm concerned. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just I agree. just I mean they had they had so much material there. It just it it boggles the mind, and you you kind of wish that there was a way to to you know while we can while we can do um, distant viewing and while we can do out of body stuff. And we can go back to that time frame. I mean, you can see tablets and stuff like that, but you can't really read them. And and you know, it's it's sort of like, what a waste! What a terrible, terrible waste! 
Yeah, it's been sanitized once again. Even back then they had sanitization by the way they they treated certain certain places of knowledge. So sad, I mean, but there's there's still the mob rule here, and we still have it today. Unfortunate in other countries, I mean, that aren't as civilized, in my opinion, there's still that going on. You'll still see it Uh now and then. It's going to pop its ugly head up. And now they're doing it more on a political scale, so you still have those mob rule under political titles. So, yeah, it's still going on. It's still going on. Um, Hence the catacombs, you know. Oh yeah, a lot of data yeah. there. Well, well, you know, it's and it's 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 today when we see um, the um, the riots and everything, and people um, just senselessly burning down their own neighborhoods. Um, it, it doesn't make sense. I mean, it's 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 like something. I you know I, I'm beginning to wonder if. You know, during World War II, the government sprayed um, LSD in the New York subways to see what a cra- how a crowd would relate to that kind of exposure to LSD. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering if if something is going on with some of the riots that we've seen in the last couple of years, if if something was being sprayed with aerosol or something to incite riots where before we wouldn't have had them. I just can't energy weapons, but something that would actually stimulate them on a more neurological level. But yeah, I mean, you think about the mess and the drugs that were coming over the border. I mean, a lot of stuff is beyond LSD, in my opinion. I think there's something else going on. But yeah, certainly reeks of that. Well, when you when you take a look at you know Hitler had his entire army on methamphetamines, um, Mm -hmm. and then we did something too that that was similar but not as addictive, but. Um, no, there's something I just I keep getting the feeling that we are we are going backwards, that we are going back yes. into those times of of crusades, even of of mm-hmm. warring against yeah, one another. I and, totally and agree. It doesn't, yeah. it, it doesn't make sense to me, and um. And and the, I I love this other guy. This uh, okay, so. Is that how you pronounce his name or is that <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying Cagliostro. What did you say? Cagliostro? Okay, good. That's good. Okay, let's go with that. That's our let's go one. with that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they there there were no Smith and Jones for that that's for sure. That's right. Um here's another guy. He was he um he was brilliant. He was a noble. He was educated in Arabia. He was um, well versed in, you know, branches of philosophy and science and transcendental arts. That would be magic. And he was he was um, he was put in jail as a charlatan. His miracles were declared to be, you know, Letterman. Lettermain and, and his generosity suspected of utter motive. He Very was a count. Suspicious of him. Yeah, this once again envy, jealousy. He might have he might have rubbed somebody the wrong way who had some kind of political power. It's all you yeah, never know really trust. what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was he was, I mean, he was profound, but but he was again. Um, he he was famous for not only I love this not so much for what he'd done but what was done to him. Right. And and, and so 
Yeah, and and you know then then they said that 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 wasn't really his name, and then they said it was, and I mean it just it goes on and on, and and his behavior is what triggered the uh, reign of terror, the Inquisition. So mm-hmm. again, somebody somebody who um, one of the charges against him was that he, he attempted to found a Masonic lodge in, in Rome. I mean, I that's interesting. Pissed off somebody. Yeah, but, from, yeah, but they also say that he he may have um, escaped and fled to India, where his talents were received with greater appreciation. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, it seems like they do um, go to India quite often for sanctuary. Well, you know, India India seems to be a place where. The mysticism is 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 just phenomenal. I know. Um, are you familiar with Nicholas Rorick? Mm-hmm. Um, he traveled, you know, in Tibet and and all over India, and he was very into the Indian mysticism. And um, actually, he he was you know, he was an artist and and a lawyer, <laughs> bad combination. But um, mm. He at least he he wasn't killed, you know. But but this guy was, and and then but but the one that I've that I of course love the most um, is Saint Germain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Saint Germain is is um, he's, I mean he's just phenomenal. And and actually, there's a whole series of books written about Saint Germain. Um, and I can't remember who wrote it, um, but but um, Hotel Transylvania is one of the books that that, that was written about him. And Saint and, and the the attributes that they they say about Saint Germain um, actually fit in. And, and and this whole series of books on Saint Germain is Saint Germain. They have him as a vampire. And what's interesting is Saint Germain wouldn't eat with other people he didn't drink with other people um he he had um he was well versed in music and poetry and and um he loved diamonds and mm-hmm. he was a painter and he spoke german english italian portuguese spanish french and pediomantas with a with a kind of accent um greek latin Arabic, Sanskrit, I mean Chinese, and and I mean he was mm-hmm. he was he was brilliant, and he knew about everything. He said, "What is it they say that he possessed uncanny knowledge of every occurrence of the preceding two thousand years?" And his reminiscence he described in such intimate details it was almost as though he had been there. Um, mm-hmm. He strikes me as a time traveler. Yeah. I I do believe he was, and and you know, then whoever the author was of this whole series of books, it was fascinating because, actually, the whole series of books, he it it followed him through time, and all of the books were historically accurate. So you really learned about the different periods, um, and and he was the hero of the book. He was not you know what he wasn't Dracula like he was, but he was a vampire, and um, mm-hmm. he he. Um, and so many famous people said they knew of him, and he predicted he predicted all sorts of um, coming events. And and he 
he sort of appeared in and out of history over over a huge amount of time. So, mm-hmm. you know, he he did not come to a bad end because they don't. There's no. Um, says here, wait. He had um, various names in his interest of the political secret service work, which historians have pres- presumed to be a major mission in his life. That he, you know, he was a spy for everybody. Um, and he may well have been, but but I mean, Prince Rakowski, Rogowski, and you know, he had several different names, and mm-hmm. they, he was seen all over the world. And and um, what I found found fascinating was that um, it, that that his behavior it would would actually have been that of a vampire. Mm-hmm. Well, what's also interesting is that he was able to, to teleport. It sounds like he was able to navigate in and out. People would see him here and there or bilocate. That's what they described yeah. to some degree, where he was able to he did not use the doors. It sounds like he was very advanced as an avatar, so however you want to say. Um, yeah, I see him as a time traveler, but something very supernatural about him, no doubt about it. The vampire, yeah. Well, alchemist. he also he, he was also a, an alchemist. So mm-hmm. that, yeah, right. He was, yeah. he was, he was able to do all Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. um but but he I mean Frederick the Great, Voltaire, Madame de Pompadour, Rousseau, Chatham mm-hmm. and, and Walpole, all of whom knew him personally. Um, unbelievable. He's a connoisseur of pictures as well. Mm-hmm. Um just just um but again, um and and the the telepathy was amazing, um, mm-hmm. and, and you're right. He did teleport. He was all over the place, and he's just he. And here's the, here's the other an, another good whatever. He was regarded as an important figure in early archives of the Freemasons. Mm-hmm. Which, um, yeah. Uh, so so it's kind of like. Were were these initiate teachers? These these are they all time travelers? Are they all put here to help put information into society so that so that society as a whole can grow? Is is that their purpose? I mean, let's face it. If you know what the history of people in that particular genre is, they get killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not appreciated. They're killed, mm-hmm. right? So, so what what does that say about humanity? If when when someone who comes forward with um, amazing knowledge and wisdom and is willing to share it and teach and and you know help people to expand consciousness and and does so for a, a period of time. Why is it that society turns on them and kills them? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, same old storyboard, because, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, it's sort of like, were I a time traveler, I would decline the opportunity to do that because it seems to me. I mean, I, I, I see. I think it's wonderful if you can skip through time and you can help 
you can help society take that next step in evolution. But um, but you know, Saint Germain was back. I can't remember. Um, can't remember how far back he goes, but he doesn't go back that far. Um, we haven't had any what I would consider. Okay, so. We're in the 1700s, 1742, 1745, um, 1789. So um, the late 1700s into the early 1800s, but but um, they, there doesn't seem to have been anybody in the last couple of hundred years that you could say was, no, wait, I take that back. What about Nikola Tesla? I was going to say Nikola Tesla. Yep, he would have been the one. He's definitely a time traveler, and he was not from here. Yeah, he actually, what we're dealing with, and everybody knows it, but all the technology of today, the military, everything they're using this weaponized is just his design, most of it. He's brilliant. Uh huh. That's, that's somebody who yeah. knows the rails when it came down to technology and consciousness and amazing, amazing abilities. And look what they did to him. Yeah, I mean, this is what I mean. But then look what they've done. They've taken advantage. They've made money out of his expense and suffering. Once again, this happens all the time. You see how patents get stolen and hijacked, and, and all of a sudden it gets it's mm-hmm. put, into a, put into a different department. But, yeah, it's unfortunate. They attack those with gnosis of understanding, and they use it for themselves with greed, without evolution and consciousness, and, and it doesn't benefit the planet. Actually, everyone suffers in the long run. This is what they do here. That's why I'm, like, so burned out on a planetary scale here. Because it's like, wow. We've done a good analysis here. I mean, as, as walk-ins, as spiritual beings, you know, Mhm. That's but what it, we're doing here. Just, sometimes. Well, yeah, but 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 but, but <laughs> I mean, when you look at um, how amazing these people were, and how the, the kind of um, the kind of power they had to share and 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 to to um, you know to to help enhance humanity and and it, it it was you know um society was much different back then it was more simple mm-hmm. it was you know there wasn't the the um there wasn't the kind of communication there is today um and and here this is interesting um I don't know if this is I don't know if this is Saint Germain. It, Francis Bacon is another of the two, um, and they talk about. Um, okay, so this was this was I think they're they're talking about. Is it Saint Germain or is it cholesterol? It's Saint Germain. He practiced um, you know yoga and stuff like that, but. He said at one point that that he was uh, he's going to remain in, he was going to remain in India for eighty five years and then he would return to the scene of the U- European laborers, um, and at various times he admitted that he was obeying the orders of a power higher and greater than himself. Um, what he did not say was that this superior power was the mystery school which had sent him into the world to accomplish a definite mission. But it doesn't say what that mission was. And 
says that the Count of uh, St. Germain and Sir Francis Bacon are two of the greatest emissaries sent into the world by the secret brotherhood in the last thousand years. So are we talking about the Brotherhood of White Light? Or are we talking secret brotherhood, uh, another another kind of secret brotherhood? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it sounded like the I mean, one that we were talking about before, the White, um, the Great White Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Definitely well, something, it, it could, something interesting with that. Well, it's just to to it, it's really it's fascinating because they kept they keep pulling in the Knights Templar as well, which mm-hmm. I find fascinating. Um, and and you know the 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 first three degrees of Freemasonry are you know kind of simple. It isn't until you get mm-hmm. into the higher um, orders that that any sort of mysticism, mysticism is shared, and I would imagine that that it's after you become a thirty third degree Mason that that some of this material is is shared with you or given to you or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm not sure that Freemasonry is is this great brotherhood that is that is con, you know here to to give to society the kick in the pants every now and then to kind of move into new directions. And, mm-hmm. you know, what I found fascinating, actually, was that, um, you know, after saying that, that, you know, there hasn't been anybody around in, you know, in, in you know, a long, long time, then, then it comes to the episodes from, the, from American history, which did you... Were you as fascinated by that as I was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I resonate with it quite a bit. Um, there, there are two situations that they, um, they, they cite, they cited that something unusual happened, and one was in 1775 when a mysterious man turned up. When they were trying mm-hmm. to decide um, the the description of the um, of the flag that they were designing for the colonies, and apparently George Washington and Benjamin Franklin knew him. He was there when they were um, um, creating the flag, and after it was, um, and, and he had the, okay. So, so that this mysterious man was very dignified and courteous and gracious. And the other part was interesting. Um, he ate no flesh, fowl or fish. He never, uh, never used for food any green thing, any roots or anything unripe. He drank no liquor, uh, mm-hmm. wine or ale. But, but again, this sounds like... Seems to me. It does, yeah. sort of. Yeah, the um, same kind of pattern, though, yeah. And and you know he was patient and persistent and um, it, it, he was very mysterious. And once mm-hmm. once they once they got the the uh, flag designed, um, he was gone. And yeah, that's um, very interesting. And, and then. Um, when it came time for the what the purpose of decoding deciding upon uh, an emblem um, 
again, Washington Franklin and this guy, um, he offered the you know some some um, suggestions and they called him the professor at the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Franklin was a philosopher and a Freemason. And uh, he and the Marquis de Lafayette, um, another man of mystery. Um, here's here's more of this golden golden whatever uh, golden chain. But then again in 1776, um, in Philadelphia when they were you know fighting for uh, um, the the, the um, the Declaration of Independence, this man stepped in, in in the middle of a debate in a loud voice, said something, and set everybody on fire happily, and then the declaration um, was signed. But this strange man was gone. He didn't, they mm-hmm. don't know who it was. They, and, and again, so it's it's interesting how these people turn up and then disappear. Um, in right. Washington, in Washington, where they've got the, um, um, it's it's World War Two Memorial of some sort. There, there's, it's been arranged so that so that shadows fall at a certain time at a certain place that is relevant to um, peace treaties being signed, and, and and it would have to have been. A Freemason that that was in on the the plotting of the ground and and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and yet we don't know who did it. So that so that Freemasonry seems to be popping up here over and over again, um, mm-hmm. at turning points, and and um, and I don't think it's it's you know you're while while there there's Masonry all over, of course, <clears throat> it's it's not. Um, it feels to me as though there is I've always felt that there was another power at work within the world, not just the United mm-hmm. States but the world, and you know there is that that group that is going for a one world order that's not the group I'm talking about there's There's the group that is um manipulating power throughout this country. That's not the group I'm talking about. It feels to me, you know, and, and while those first two, you know, um, <clears throat> to me have have e- evil connotations to them, it feels to mm-hmm. me that, that, you know, if we get too close to really blowing ourselves up, there will be a voice of reason from from an, from someone who we can't identify and then that person will be gone, and that, that's, I guess, the better way for a, an initiate teacher to be—kind of, you know, give them your information and run like hell. Mm-hmm. Right, ancient architect. They, you know what comes to mind is, it, is like I want to say the tall whites, but um, a walk-in type of an off-world species type. When you're when you're describing some of this stuff, I mean, the professor in general reminds me of a, a tall white for some reason. I don't know why. Uh-huh. Just somebody, <clears throat> excuse me, who comes from a different space time, a being. And that can reflect well, that in the consciousness. It doesn't have to necessarily be in the body. You know, the biosuit is a biosuit. But space time, space time, they could be walk-ins. They could be very 
um, anomalous to the world. I mean, in the sense of just being connected to something else. I mean, you're talking about the mystery schools and the Masons. Everything in D.C. <clears throat> excuse me, it's all connected and constructed based on supernatural activity and the secret societies of old. In a sense, so you've got mm-hmm. um, it was constructed very specifically for power, for raising power, raising energy, and, and that was not an accident. And that's just so interesting because depending on who's there is what's going to happen with the frequency. It's just like anything else, like a pyramid. It's going to amplify that, whether it's positive or negative. And well, you see what's going on now, but it's kind of a maelstrom <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I think that's why the obelisk had that lightning strike. That was not accidental. Oh, that was. Did you see that? No. Did you see the footage? No. Wow, when did that happen? You. It was a couple of weeks ago, I think, because it wasn't that far away. I would say a couple of weeks ago. But, yeah, that was an omen. I said it, that's an omen. When you get things like that, that's not accidental. That's somebody's pissed off. <laughs> well, I, I I would say that, that um, over the last probably couple of decades for sure, there's been a lot of stuff that in the past would have been just so far underground that we never would have noticed it, and now it's right out on the surface. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. and you know we're we're I, it's 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 right in front of us. And mm-hmm. the, that that aspect of what happened to the laws, what happened to you know you you're, you see, and I don't want to get too far into politics, but but you see things that are definitely against the law and, and or mm-hmm. treason. And they're not published, and they're not punished, and yet they're yeah. right out in the open. Everybody can see them. So I, I don't understand. Daring. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's like capture the flag over there, in my opinion. So I, I, eventually, the architects uh, will come back, in my opinion, to settle the score. That's just my own take. Oh, oh yeah, no. I mean, somebody said to me, "Oh, you know, we're we're going under," and I said, "You know, this country has survived far worse than this." <laughs> <laughs> um, it's more. not pleasant. It's not fun, but um, I, I I think that that the power struggles now are no longer wars as much as it is power struggles and manipulation of individuals. So that mm-hmm. so that I think that as far as I can see, while we're in for a very rocky ride, I don't think it it's not, it's not the end of us for any uh, at any cost, but. But it's we're coming to a time where happily people are are waking up, and it, I'm not saying they're woke. I'm saying they're waking up and they're questioning, and they're um, they're they're coming to a time where they they want answers, and they don't want just generalities. They don't want they want answers with proof. You know, just don't say I'm taking care of it, but show me how. And mm-hmm. um, it's, it is going to, in in my in my little corner of the world, it feels like we're going to have to reorganize the uh, the whole government. That it doesn't oh, work yeah. anymore. It's going away. Well, at this point, they're becoming so so dominating in a sense of control and manipulation, and not honoring universal free will way beyond God's version. I mean, a universal law, universal free will. Because they're encroaching on that to such a degree, and they're they're giving no ultimatum. That's going to be a problem by universal law. And, yeah, it's going to have to be reset in the sense of they want their reset, but really it's going to be about reconstructing their entire uh, corporate governments will no longer exist, in my opinion. I think the religions are going to go, too. Eventually, all of that's going to go. It has no well, choice. Yeah. It's, it's obsolete, in my opinion. It's obsolete. Well, yeah, I've, um, 
I fired everybody a while back on Facebook and, you know, told them to all pack their suitcases and go home, that they they had forgotten who was paying their paycheck, and it was me, and I wasn't happy, and, and, you know, I fired them all. And I thought, oh, I'm going to get really, you know, people are going to, you know, be offended and upset. Not one comment. I mean, Mm. and, and it was like, so everybody's okay with this, I guess. And and it's just me that is sitting here it's saying... It's intimidated. Well, that could be. That could be. Mm-hmm. But I, if, if, let's, let's just, um, let's just say that we did have to recreate the United States. See, my, also, my, my other thought is I do feel that, that the boundaries of our states is going to change. Mm-hmm. So that... Yeah. So that that's that's going to be manipulated and changed over the next couple of years for sure. Um, but if we were going to set up another form of government, I don't think the election way works no, because they're cheating. Obvi- ob- <laughs> yeah, and and now that everybody knows you can cheat, who can trust the election way again? So yeah. um, it's remotely manipulated. I mean, electronically too. So, so if we were, if if we, if you and I were going to set up a new form of government, what would we do? I wouldn't have corporate um, governments. I would, I would leave it to councils of light. I would, I would have councils of light, and what will we call the illuminated teachers or initiated teachers, probably those who are beyond the benchmark of, of religion, indoctrination, programming, and corporate government, and all that snake oil that goes along with it. I don't even think we need a military. I mean, the military has abused their power, and this is globally. I'm not just talking the United States. I find that things do need to change. They need to change with galactic consciousness. And in order for that to happen, everything has to go. Everything. So I don't know. I mean, it would be, you know, if I want to reconstruct this place, it would be an ascended world. I'd love to. Oh, yeah. But if, but, you, were you know, the only yeah, one, sure. I, I, I don't think we have the power to impose it on other countries, but... I see us coming more to a, a, a time where there is a council that takes care of stuff. That there's no head of it, but it's a it's a council where everybody has an right. equal vote. And not the council of foreign affairs, council of light. No, we're, gonna, we're, we're talking about celestial beings. None of these people here. No, they they blew it. They're fired. It's, you know, you like to fire. I like to fire too. And they're all fired, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, we'll take it from here. No, it, and I say we as in consciousness, it, higher, higher enlightened beings. We'll take it from here. Yeah, they they all seem to um, have been corrupted, which mm-hmm. I am blown away by. Right. Well, and, then it boils back to what we were discussing with this book too, in these chapters of how power corrupts, but also how they're threatened by people who are evolved and enlightened who want a better world or want to bring with them an enlightenment that brings in more productivity on a higher level of consciousness. Look what happens. So yeah. What happened to that 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 lady who was um, a spiritual? She ran for president. She didn't she, she didn't run very long. But um, do you remember when they had debates and she was up on the stage that she? Yeah, I do. She's she pretty was, cool, but I don't remember her name, and I'm not sure where she is. <laughs> I remember though. She's kind of. We new should age. hunt her down and we should hunt her down and get her on the show. Um, Actually, you should. Yeah, absolutely. Because, because you know, it seems to me that, that um, 
just you know nothing works anymore and well, and it and it and and it it seems that you know we we get we get two or three different dictates in a day that contradict each other and it's mm-hmm. it's like you know give me give me something stable give me something it, what was it benjamin franklin said well we have a republic if we can keep it well i don't think we're doing right. too good at keeping it no, I've been working at it, but yeah, a lot of people don't want a republic. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I come from an old lineage too, and I think that has something to do with that internal fire. Uh huh. My ancestors were there, you know, they were there. My, so yeah, I, mine, so I have too. that. See, there we go. Not an accident. No, actually, my grandfather <laughs> was partially due to women getting the vote. So, um, and we were. I have ancestors who were Minutemen um, in the, during the Revolutionary War. So, did they yeah, come over no. on the Mayflower? Your family? Um, some of them. Some of them were here to greet them. <laughs> I was going to say also because we came over on the Mayflower. Yeah. I'm I'm wondering. You know, I know that 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 incarnation wise, there are a lot of people who have incarnated. During this time frame, on purpose, because they've been through the same yep. type of this is this is a birthing process, and and labor pains hurt, and labor pains are I I, I speak from experience, labor pains hurt, and and the process of birthing a new reality for humanity, at least in the United States, is going to be. A hurtful process, and mm-hmm. and I don't think it's gonna. I I think that we're in for a long labor, uh, probably another anyhow four or five years, because mm. I I don't see I don't see any major changes happening uh, within the next four or no. five years. Um, I think we're gonna see we're gonna see. As far as I can tell, gross miscarriages of justice all over the place mm-hmm. until finally there is there is a you know I, that that guy from that movie you know who stuck his head out the window and said I'm ticked off as hell and I that can't take it anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think well, you know that's coming. That yeah. Oh yeah. The fire is here. I mean, in a sense, and you're seeing it. Honestly, you know, at the rate things are going and the, and the way this country has deteriorated the past few months, in my opinion, I think that it's going to be less than five years. We're going to look at some really strangeness coming this fall and this winter. I don't know what your predictions are, but I'm finding you know, they're calling it a dark winter. Well, it's going to be a very interesting uh-huh. winter. And, and I find that uh, you'll see things more clearly by April to really get a benchmark as far as where we're heading and what's going on. But this can't continue. This has to stop. We're at the edge of the black with what's happening in D.C., in my opinion. So something's got to happen. Something's got to get there. Well, I think that um, there there may be a, I don't know what they call it, a, the states independently getting together to, to make some changes. Um, I, I, I don't want to see the United States broken up, but it does feel in a way that's what's going to happen because um, – you know, there, there are so many good people in every damn state. You can't just say, you know, because a, a state is red or blue that they're good or bad. But but there are 
good people everywhere. And um, I know a friend of mine, you know, was teasing me that, that um, Tennessee had militias all over the place, and, and we do. Um, mm-hmm. So that so that um, militias are going to be called up quite possibly. Um, one thing that's that's really uh, confused me is that you know for years and and decades they've talked about the 800 FEMA camps that have been set up mm-hmm. that are all across the United States and every time we've had a major emergency none of them have been activated just none of them and um so so my thought was well what what about putting um Uh, what about putting some of these these um, people coming in? Ah, oh, Marianne Williamson. Thank you, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah, that was from Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. Yes, thank you, thank you. I will hunt her down and get her on the show. Um, mm-hmm. That'd be great. Well, no, I will hunt her down. I will, you know, I I can't. <laughs> oh, I know you, know, you will. <laughs> I can't. I can't compel her. But um, I can be I can be very impress you know I can be very persuasive. Um, but but um, my my thought was why not you know we have 800 FEMA camps all across the country why not open up some of those camps and put these poor people that are starving and that have worked walked for a thousand miles why not put them into these camps and process them from there. Why turn them well, loose? You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're they're not even te- testing them for COVID. I mean, why no, why not. didn't they just why didn't they give That's everybody a, a shot as they as they came across the border? Just just well, vaccinate them. Well, I the mean, thing is, they're not they're not having to take any injections whatsoever. No vaccinations. And what's interesting is, it is um, you know, there's certain people that are exempt over there in the DC area. And this is giving me a very red flag sense with my spider sense that, you know, only for select groups of people and certain people are exempt. And now people coming over the border are exempt. And, you know, they can be walking biohazards. So, yeah, there's a problem there. A lot of problems, a lot of negligence as far as I can tell. And the fact that they've all disappeared, I mean, they were over there and all of a sudden they've been moved around. We don't know where they are. They're in, within the United States somewhere. We have no idea if they've been vetted. So, yeah. Interesting stuff going on oh, but right they'll now. All come back when, they'll, they'll all come back to be processed in a year or so when their data's up, right? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, at this point, I don't think they'll be processed at all. I don't think they were processed. I think it's a matter of just no. kind of just looking at them and pushing them on through. That's processing. But, but, That's what they're doing. But we've got these FEMA camps. We could have shoveled them all into the FEMA camps. They would have gotten food and water and you know, the facilities and, and they could take showers and they could just, they could stay there. And the other thing, I I was talking to somebody who does UFO stuff and they were talking about aliens and I said, you know, we have to stop calling visitors from other worlds aliens because the term alien has been used, you know, for these people that are coming across the border. So we have to call them non-terrestrials. Well, I'm not changing my book title, Alien Intelligence, for that, so too bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, it's hijacked. Everything gets hijacked, all words, you know. It's just ridiculous. Oh, well. But, yeah, 
but no, I, I, I you know, they, a whole, anyway. okay, but you know, a whole bunch of people were released here in Tennessee, and you know, to where? I mean, I think some went to Chicago. I know that the kids, the little ones. And what's interesting is mm-hmm. that I don't know why they would put them over there. I'm not sure about that, but I know quite a few of the Afghanistan kids, children. I think they were sent over to Chicago. If I'm not mistaken. I saw that on, uh, I think it was Fox or something. Well, and then yeah, I, I don't know where the rest of them went. But what what amazed me was they took 14,000 people, and in one day they got rid of them. What did they do with them? Well, it's not soil and green, so they're here. Look around. They'll stick out like a sore thumb. I don't know where they are. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> they probably have to I drop them off a, in a really big area so that it, they would kind of blend in, but I don't think that's the case. I don't know. They could be at the military bases. That's another place they were putting them, which doesn't make sense well, to me I'm, at all. I am um, getting weird feelings of eugenics coming back in again. Mm-hmm. And in the, what, 1940s, 30s, 40s, we were practicing eugenics. And Hitler thought that it was fabulous, and so that's how he he um, he took notes and he created his final solution from from us. And my feeling is there's a greater proportion 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 a greater proportion of people of African descent that are dying of COVID. So. It, it feels like it may have been manipulated towards people who were ah, non-white. Mm. It's, it's kind of like I'm not sure. you know when the. Um, I, I, no, I'm sure on that one. I checked the numbers, you are? and okay. and the numbers of of those who are who are non-white um, are far greater than those who are white who have gotten um, COVID and died of it. So there's something genetic. I I and I got a shot. You know, I I got it. it um, I wasn't able to spend. I moved a thousand miles to be close to my son and his family. And when Easter came, I couldn't be with them because I hadn't been vaccinated. Oh. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so I I succumbed to. You took the bullet. You took the bullet. <laughs> I did. I, I bit the bullet and, and I got it. However, I won't go for a booster shot. There's there's yeah. just no way. Um, I don't think you should. No, there. I I I strongly feel there's something. You know, I mean, I'm 77. You know, I you sound great. I, oh, thank you. Um, and you look but, great but, too. Well, let me ask you something. Did you feel anything? Or have you noticed anything unusual since you've had that? No. Good. I I got a feeling. Actually, it was so weird. My my son took me because you know, new town, new everything. I didn't, you know. I said just find where I can get the one shot deal, and I'll go, make the appointment, and take me, and I'll be fine. And he did. And I I heard so many people say, well, your arm is going to be sore, it'll be swollen, da 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 da. da. And then the next day. I called my son and I said, did you actually see them give me the shot? And he said, yeah. And I said, I I, I, I have a Band-Aid, but nothing's red, nothing's swollen. I'm wondering if they took a look at me and said, well, she's so old, it doesn't matter. Let's just give her saline and save the whatever. And um, That would be good. <laughs> 
Well, I'm well you have different DNA, too. You're a healer, so that's part of it as well. You know, you could, you could uh, alchemically change it, in my opinion, mm-hmm. for your own frequency. I still think that's a capability. Oh, yeah, and since the very beginning, I've been taking um, D3 and, and zinc, mm-hmm. and, you know, I've been supplementing my diet tremendously. So, um, but, but and, and most of those people that we saw get shots, you know, on TV, I will promise you they did not get a vaccine. They got saline. Oh, I agree with you 100%. Absolutely. I mean, so, uh, you know, it's just, uh, I, I know there's something underhanded here. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I know, too. And, and if you talk about it too much, they'll, they'll cancel things. You know, they'll, they'll take down videos and sanitize. And, yeah, that's no, why I, I mean, as, as my radar does not miss a beat, let me tell you something, and I'm sure yours doesn't either, and I see things, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. I see plans within plans, as they say in Dune. <laughs> the movie well, you know, the thing is, to have released something like this is so stupid because there's no way of controlling it. Well, even if they have an and, antidote, it's still a war crime. Yeah. Well, the, haven't the Chinese changed their rule that, that people can now have three children instead of one? They must have decimated mm-hmm. their own population tremendously. Oh, I agree. Yeah. They're hurting. But, bioweapons um, is a bad you know. run. It's just, it's just no good. And that's not something we do off planet. I mean, the, the integrity, once again, we're getting back to integrity on this world. This is inexcusable, this agenda. Even, even the fact that it even, even was deployed, or they're even working on this in labs, is, is inexcusable. It shouldn't be happening on this world. Not at all. I don't care. No. You don't use biochemical biowarfare on anyone or anything. And, and the fact that they would even consider that, and they've deployed it, is, is to me the, most big, the largest universal war crime you can possibly imagine. And anybody who's in denial of that really needs a wake-up call. They really do. Oh, totally agree. And, and the thing is, I, I know that if you if you put the question to our military, they'd say, "Well, we have to do it because the other side is doing it." And and um, I'd rather see them, you know, put their energies into a way of giving good health to everyone. You know, instead yeah. Why don't they of, use those patents from the Royal Rife Medicine? Some other things, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Why don't we use frequency healing and med beds and frequencies? And once again, the bioweapons the bio system and the virus itself can be, we can use ultraviolet frequencies. We can use all kinds of things that would actually neutralize viruses if it was a true virus. But I do know satellite-driven technology weapon systems can, can create that, that psi virus, so to speak, and create a virus, a version of a virus mm-hmm. through technology. So, yeah, I mean, they could have flipped it and turned it in the other direction. They're not. This is what I mean by the misuse and abuse of power on all levels is being shown to us right now on a global scale. It's inexcusable. It's not in alignment with the universe in any form. It's rogue. No, and, and you know, you, you even look at the schools and what the schools are doing. I mean, I'm an ex-teacher, and, mm-hmm. well, school teacher, and, and I have been so um, infuriated by what the school systems are doing with the kids these days. It's just... I, if mm-hmm. if I had a child today, they would be homeschooled. Agreed. Um, because because what the school systems are doing is just horrendous. And and you know prior to this, they were teaching to the test and not teaching wisdom. And 
and and they have never been teaching accurate history so that our school system is a failure horrific failure and Mm -hmm. the corporations that print the books are controlling what goes into the schools and it's not accurate anymore Mm -hmm. exactly and 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 you know it's sort of like well too bad you know kind of correct give a good give a good thing of of, a bio of columbus talk about what he actually really did um talk about the fact that when the europeans invaded this country invaded is the word this country they destroyed cultures that were far more advanced than they were and and that if they had paid attention to the spirituality they would have understood that it was far above and far and above uh, the christianity that they were trying to shove down these people's throats mm-hmm. i mean you know in in almost every aspect of life for the last several hundred years we have had the opportunity to be wise and spiritual and kind and peaceful and we have chosen not to be and i don't understand why I don't either, but I find it to be connected to the DNA code and consciousness. And there are beings here, what I call species. I think everybody is not the same. And you're dealing with frequency, mm-hmm. whether they come from different space time, whatever. Some are more advanced than others. And that's just the way it is. It's not a judgment. It's just an analysis. And then you can tell by what, the way we shine, the way we communicate, the knowledge we ha- have, and the way we are sharing it, uh, opposed to people who are way opposite. So, yeah, there's a lot of polarization going on between that. And I don't know if it's going to ever resolve itself. There might have to be a split, like we've talked about ascension splits, where you actually go into two different space-times, and those who are vibrating at a higher level of their own divinity move into the new space-time, and the others maintain in another one, uh, where it's it's like two ships that pass in the night. You know, you literally are just in two different parallel universes. And, and, and honestly, we're already living that, even though we're, we're eclipsing each other throughout the day, you know, as a mass collective. I see that happening. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, it just, to me, is... Um if you lose all of the spiritual people, though, then then who's here to help those that remain behind? Well, that's the thing. Is they, don't <laughs> they don't want us here. They don't want us here. Do we have an option? If you, if you maintain yourself here and you bring the light, you share the light, what are they trying to do? Snuff it out and snuff us out with it. So we're not wanted, apparently. I, I don't know where this is heading on that level. That's why I say split insofar as maybe a different space time. And moving on and ascending in doesn't mean we have to transfer out physically. It just means we're going to another level. And I don't know. I mean, the ones that are left behind may be the ones that just don't have it within themselves to learn anyway. I don't want to sound cruel or anything. I'm just saying that we can't be the saviors to mankind if they're not willing to pull themselves up and save themselves. But, but you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but it, it is ignorance that is, that is the stumbling block. It is yeah. the the in, the inability to open yourself up to the probability and possibility that there's something else and there's something more, and and you have these huge corporate entities that control. I don't know what percentage of the population, but it's a huge percentage. And um, and like 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 I shared with you. Earlier today, I wrote something for the website, and I shared it with you because I got such a um, such a backlash on it. And mm-hmm. and it's sort of, it's sort of like even spiritually speaking, it's it's 
people don't want to to expand their consciousness to to realize that there is a greater larger dominion out there and that, that, mm-hmm. that we're, we're we're a part of it but we're a part of it that that we aren't recognizing and, and because we don't recognize them they wait for us to grow into knowledge of them but but they don't want to grow into it mhm exactly yeah i don't and, even know if they have it within and, themselves to do it yeah well the 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 dogma and the indoctrination that that so many organizations have over the people that are a part of them is is phenomenal. It's I I mm-hmm. I I beat my head against a stone wall every now and then. It's like, you know, ponder this. Think about this. Is this a possibility? Not and and, and you get to the point where they say no. And and it's sort of like you have to back off and say if that's your reality, then I honor it. You know, you can't, you, you, I mean, you can't shove things down people's throat. That's not appropriate. But but if you can give them the possibility of something and they chew on it, if they chew on it for 10 years, if it works on them slowly and subtly on subconscious levels to eventually come into consciousness, that means that eventually they'll become more enlightened and more aware. Um, not that I know you know the absolute whatever but but i know other levels are out there and i i i play with them i work with them i visit them um mm-hmm. so i know that they're there and and if they're there why not talk about it why not discuss it i mean you and i could go on for hours and hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. and and on on the potential that's out there and and yet People just don't want to know. They 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 literally are afraid of knowing there's more. And, I, and I, have trouble under, I have trouble understanding that. I really do. Yeah, I, I do too in a sense I, because I see the obfuscation in the false matrix. You know, I see the programming. A lot of it, you, know, you can say mind control to some degree, definitely imprinting people and, and putting a spin on their own personas. I mean, they don't even know who they are. I think half of them probably don't really understand the consciousness aspect of soul, spirit, evolution, incarnation. They don't get it. They have to really go dive deep into the mystery school teachings. This is where we get into the ancient mysteries. And it's funny because secret societies, yeah, they had to go black to some degree because they were being persecuted. They were being murdered. They were being attacked. I would go black too. I would go underground too if that was a way to secure my knowledge. And then you find that, you know, a lot of people say, well, that's so suspicious. You know, these people just, you know, well, they were constantly being persecuted. It's amazing to me. So, and even in this day, you know, you still get the, well, trolls are not that way, but it's, you know what I mean? We still have that persecution spin that happens. Uh-huh. Keep your notes but, to yeah, yourself I, until the speaker shows up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. You know, I used to open my show with I'm Seeking the Seekers, and then somebody mm-hmm. sent me a, a CD of the Seekers, the vocal group, and I thought, all right, so maybe I should stop using that as my intro, but... But basically, that that has always been the purpose of nightlight. Nightlight is supposed to be a light in the darkness. It's not. Some, it, it may not have the answer, but it can give you stuff to think about so that you can open to whatever is appropriate for you. And that's the point. You know, just think. That's great. And, and it, mm-hmm. in 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 many cases, also, it's a matter of. You know, I you, you don't have to agree with everything that's on these programs at all. But if it makes you think, 
if it makes you search, if it makes you look inside of yourself and find out where your truths are, that's the point. You know, my job is done. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of like, you know, it's important that, that you know, you and I do things like this where we outrage people, and, and if we outrage people, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm Put some fire in the belly, you know. right? Sure. You know, agree to disagree sure. if they don't, you know, that's what it's about. It's about agreeing to disagree. I hope people can grow into that again because they, somewhere along the way, people can't even coexist like that. They have to argue. So, yeah, you know, I was I having just, a, a you know, I, I had a, a t- I was talking with somebody and we were debating and they started to quote me chapter and verse from the Bible. And I listened respectfully and I said, now what does that mean? And they they re, repeated it verbatim, and I said, I got it. I heard exactly what you said. What does that mean to you? And, mm. it, you know, they, they looked at me blankly, and I said, you've <laughs> quoted chapter and verse. What does it mean? How does it pertain to what we're talking about? Give me your right. impression. How do you evolve it into this Interpret it, yeah. Right. Um, and it was like, you know, I, I wrote something a long time ago, you can be a parrot or you can be a prophet. A parrot will memorize and repeat verbatim and not even understand what they're talking about. A prophet will read the same material and and then incorporate it into their own mindset in, in accordance to whatever the the reality is they're in at that moment in time. And then they will speak their own truth, which will be part of the past and part of the present and hopefully future. And that's right. that's that's person I want to talk to. That's the person right, I want to say. Universal translation. So. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's what we do. But Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I I think that, I think the cool thing about the show that I do with you here is that we don't have all the answers. And, you know, at at times we seem absolutely lost in our material and frankly, we are. Um, but but it it's it's kind of like we're we're slogging through a lot of this material while both of us have read parts of maybe all of the the sacred teachings of all ages but talking it over with another person and getting into where the the information leads you is a whole other thing and and it's it is so unbelievably exciting to to talk about you know, what this means and where does it go and what does it mean to the times we're living in and how can we apply this to our, our reality. And and it, it it helps me grow. And, and, you know, I'm so grateful that you're just, you've decided to spend this hour with me once a month, two hours with me once oh, a month. Oh, my pleasure. I enjoy it. I always have fun. This is, this is always fun <laughs> for you and I. <laughs> and, you know, oh, yeah. secret teachings of all ages. I mean, it is interesting. It is, it's one of those books you have to really double, triple read in a sense and, and really decode. But you know what I noticed? That there's um, Secret Teachings of All Ages, you know, online where you can read it. And I think I might have sent you a link. But there's one that the, actually the CIA library has an archive of this. And I'm like, CIA. <laughs> That's a figure, right? What are they doing with that? Well, you know, uh, it, it's fascinating in that, that you would think that they would be doing nothing with it. And yet, the Vatican has a whole group of people that all they do is is um, prophesize. I mean, right. uh, the U.S. government was into um, remote viewing 
and and I they probably still are. Um oh, yeah. you know, you you know, you were involved in in MK Ultra. I mean, again, um well, it was actually a synthetic weapon, psychotronic weapons, but it was a version of but a different program, sci-fi. Yeah. It is uh-huh. a spin-off of MK Ultra, but, but not the thing. Oh, okay. But 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 the thing is uh, the powers that be have been trying to utilize people with skills and talents, mm-hmm. and and yeah. happily they haven't been able to do a very good job of it because this is a spiritual gift. It has nothing to do with war or espionage or anything exactly. else. They and, weaponize and, everything. You know, it's always about control manipulation. Yeah, yeah. They never learn. That's my point. No. They're never going to learn. And in the meantime, they're making a mess. They're like pig pen. You know, it's like everything is like they're they're ruining people's lives, they're messing people up, and they're psychologically damaging people. And and uh, oh, don't get me started. But yeah, too bad, isn't it? That, I mean, I should I I should have been on the payroll, but I'm not one of those. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, um, you know, there's nothing wrong with peace, love, and you and you know, one family. I mean, it's it's, it's a good place to be. And I agree. And, um, I, I agree. And, and, you know, I want to get back to Tesla because, um, I mean, I think I think he was murdered. I, I think that, that his material and his patents, I mean, they, they clamped down on him so hard that in spite of the clamping down, he was still doing experiments. He was still working on a lot of different areas. He was working on, on um, gosh, levitation. He was working on all sorts of amazing material. And because he wanted to give it away, they shut him down, and they they absolutely were terrible to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I, I'm sure there are other people out there like him. And you know, happily, I'm I'm not that famous, so that I don't have to worry. You know, I mean, if they shut me down, it's a joke. You know, I'll just do another show, another place. So, but but you, you could know, definitely you, you change the world. Back. He has changed the world, though. Oh yeah, well, a lot of the material that that they're using in 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 our in our uh, the joke our space program. I mean, our space program is such a joke because there's already a space program out there and has been for decades. But um, you know, I, it, it would be nice if we could acknowledge that space program, actually. <laughs> Well, I don't think I mean, they'll acknowledge so much until they have an eradication done on the world. That's the problem with these people. They want to be bottlenecking everything with a technology that's not even their legacy. They haven't inherited it. They stole it and they reverse engineered a lot of it, but it's not theirs. Uh-huh. And they're not the caretakers. They're not the architects of this world. And they're not the, they're, they don't have a real good camaraderie off planet. Uh, so they're in they're in kind of a, a bad space, if you ask me. That comes down to where they're heading. Aren't they, so aren't they looking to uh, to colonize Mars? Isn't that the the, well, the plan? Well, they're going to get space? permission first because you know there's all kinds of life forms there, and, and of course I don't even trust the imagery coming in from NASA, even though it looks pretty cool. You know, I've I've remote viewed Mars. I don't know if you have. I mean, yeah, you have, right? You did it with your group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, well, there's life forms there. There's all kinds of life in between the spaces. And, and another thing that I always factor in that most people don't look at is space time. In other words, you can look at something from a different space-time configuration. They're in the wrong trajectory in space-time. So they'll see things very differently from their own lens. But if you're going into a different uh-huh. space-time configuration, you're going to see a whole different thing there. It's going to be very occupied. And I don't think they've looked at that. I don't think they know how. And I'm not giving them the sequencing for that. So I do know that's a capability. Well, that's true. I mean, this is what I mean that's by consciousness and mystery schools. 
these people have weaponized things. They still, they still are like chimpanzees with tech. They still don't get it. They still don't get it after all these decades and centuries. It's just like, you know, just go away, everybody, and let us take over. For a minute. I can be coaching well, pretty fast. I just need I need, need to look at what they're doing and say this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, and this is. But why would I want to help them anyways? Because look what they're doing. They're not even showing it to the world. So. Oh know. no! And they have a cure for cancer, and they have a cure for lots yeah. of things, and and they're it not sharing it. Yeah, they cause oh, it yeah. with frequency. I mean, it can be healed with frequency. Everything it can be. You know the frequency. That's that's another language that Tesla taught us: modulation of waves and frequency, right? Absolutely. Vibration. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was, it was, um, yeah, and, 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 you know, I think what gets me is that, that, you know, I, I don't know how we got the, the, the um, atomic bomb. I really don't. I mean, there, it shouldn't have happened. That, that is a, a weapon that, that should never be used again. And, you know, I'm cringing. Sooner or later, someone's going to use it again. That, that we've gotten this far and nobody's used it is, is amazing. Oh, I'm sure they've used it somewhere. Who knows? I mean, they're always well, doing underground tests here and there. But you never know what's going on with them. They've got, the whole um, biodome is weaponized, so you've got the satellite direct energy weapons, and they can do a lot uh-huh. of damage, a lot of damage. They're worried well, about I, you know, I, global I, warming, but that's what's creating a lot of problems and anomalies. But go ahead. Oh, yeah. And I, I think the thing that, that fascinates me the most that I keep waiting to, to learn about is Antarctica, because I know mm-hmm. there's stuff going on there. I mean, I just oh, yeah. know there's stuff there. Yeah, I'd um, like to kick them out of there, actually. <laughs> well, you know, and you don't know who it is that's there, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that the Germans <laughs> were there at the end of the war, mm-hmm. but I think there's there's another group in there now. I think that it's it's, or it could be very much, you know, like there's, a substation here and a substation there, and everybody's waiting for the ice to melt so that they can get back up above ground again. But, um, no, I think there's so much going on that we don't know. And, you know, it would be, it would just be so cool to, to learn some of this stuff. And, uh, you know, I know stuff, but I can't prove stuff. I know people in the military. Um, we have one person that, that that I know quite well, and I love talking to him because, I will tell him what I'm seeing, and he'll he'll give me a blank you know a blank face. But unfortunately, you know you, you can read the eyes, you can read twitches, you can you know. And I know when I'm right. And he he keeps he keeps saying, I don't know, I don't know, it's not my whatever. And and you know I look at him, and then a week later, you know I'll hear that he said to his wife, you know, oh my God, she got it also right. It's so scary. So <laughs> you know, and which is kind of fun. Um, mm-hmm. But but you know I, as far as as you know what's going to happen globally, I don't know. All I do know is that that, I mean Afghanistan. Oh my God, you know who would want that Lithium. area? I mean, lithium, lithium is. deposits over there. Is that what it is? China wants it. Well, that's what I've heard that there are lithium deposits, huge amounts of lithium deposits over there, and that's yeah, that's something that somebody would want, sure. I know China's wanting it, and I don't know why we pulled out, because we could have had it, too. Once again, you know, I get it, but I don't get it, you know, just the negligence and the way it was done was poorly, poorly orchestrated. 
Well, you know, if if they were going to use the lithium for healing, if they were going to use it for positive things, yeah. But but again, like you said, every every new discovery, the first thing they do is weaponize it, which is terrifying. Well, it's all battery. Well, the thing is, we have free energy. We have an ether field that's been. I think they've tried to hijack it quite a bit, but that's the idea behind the free energy, right? So we don't need any uh-huh. of the stuff that they're trying to say. Even the satellites, we don't need anything that they're trying to utilize right now that they think it's high tech is actually low tech. And right down to the Internet, which we use for our own, you know, it's our toy. We get to use it, but it's still like telepathy. We we blow things out of the water with remote viewing. We can see more than anything in a database here on the Internet. I know you can. I know I can get through firewalls. So, you know, it's really about consciousness and motion. And the idea behind everything is energy and everything is is interfaceable. And it says that we can interface with a lot of different things, including timelines. And the free energy, our soul spirit is zero point. Um, all these things that we don't even think about, most of those people don't think about what you are, energy-wise, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you really know, what, what, what gets me is that that there, I, I, I mean, yes, you're right with telepathy. Absolutely. You know, I can send supply, something out telepathically, but I have no way of knowing who is who is actually able to get it. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you, you come to a to a point where, yeah, there, there's going to be a point in time where we won't need the Internet because people will be able to just tune in and, and they'll be there. But, I mean, the only way I know people are actually listening to the show is if I, if they if they subscribe on YouTube or, or whatever. And, you know, I've stopped... I've stopped really paying attention to the numbers because I know the material's out there and that it that it will it's listened to or it will be when the time is most appropriate. Mm-hmm. But but it it's sort of like um I I when when I tune into other frequencies and and the the magic that's there, the wisdom that's there, the the insight and and the inspiration that is there is profound and and mm-hmm. I can do it. You can do it. Anybody can do it. And yet, it seems to me that it's 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 like clear water. It's not water that anybody has actually been dipping into as much as they could be. I mean, our generation is able to do this. Yes, it mm-hmm. takes work. But once you get there, you have access to so much stuff. It's worth mm-hmm. the work. Now, can oh, you make money on it? No, <laughs> I, I guess can. you could. But well, <laughs> I'm an okay, alchemist. You can. Okay. I'm not oh, well, yes, that information. Okay, well, yes, on that level, absolutely. But, but you know, it's it's to me, I see the availability of all this material, and I and you know, people seem so lost, and it's like. Come on, the answer is inside of you. The portal is inside of you. The ability to do this is inside of you. And all you need to do is the work, is to understand that 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 you're not on this plane at this time frame to go into credit card debt and spend money and, and have lots of materialistic stuff. You're here to grow, to ascend, to transform, to, to move into new levels. And... Can you have fun along the way? Absolutely. I have to tell you that I have never had more fun in my whole life than I have had in the last five years. Oh, good. That's excellent. I mean, the, the the people I've met, the the people I've been able to talk to, um, I mean, I am going to school 
the best way positive. I find areas I want to learn in. I find experts in the field, pray they've written a book, get them on the show, and I have two hours of tutoring free of charge. I mean, Uh, it doesn't get any better than that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's nice. You get to meet some wonderful people, don't you? It's cool. Oh, my goodness, yes. Well, so do you. I mean, you know, we... we, I've had fun also. I do enjoy it. That's why I'm still doing it. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I I tell people when it's not fun anymore, I will stop. But it is fun. Yeah. And I do love the fact that, you know, I have to read a book a week or whatever. And and I love the fact that I'm learning. And, um, I mean, I, I already, I have two masters, but, but this is my Ph.D. I'm getting a Ph.D. in in areas that I get to pick. And, and I'm tutored by the experts in the field. So, mm-hmm. you know, it it, it really, Solaris doesn't get any better, I don't think. Yeah, that's great. Excellent. You're in, once again, the nightlight shines bright. Yeah. And, 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 and the fun stuff is, you know, we put, we put shows up like this where we talk about what's going on in our philosophies and stuff like that, and people do listen and people do take note and people do, you know, chew on it and and do something with the material. Um, you know, we're we're not selling cars and and we're not you know looking, handing out credit cards or anything like that. But we're we're putting information out there to float in the ether and we're making it more personal because you and I are talking about it and sharing our our opinions and philosophies and and hopefully we're challenging people to you know. To to mm-hmm. to see whether or not it it affects them in any way. I, you know, do do the same type of thing with with Mary Joyce once a month as well. Um, mm. Another cool lady who you know mm-hmm. puts material That's out great. there on 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 her Sky Ships Over Cashiers website. So yes, you know right. it's it 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 really you know there it doesn't get it now as far as you know professional stuff it doesn't get any better as far as looking at society as a whole oh god it could get so much better mm-hmm. yeah it really could i mean i could see it really we could switch it overnight if they would just stop this game board well I, I i said a long time ago that i felt like humanity were pieces of a puzzle, not pieces, pieces of a game, and we don't know what the game is and we don't know what the rules are and we're being moved around and and, and we, for no purpose, we don't know why. Um, I don't know what's been, you know, whatever's been happening in the U.S. over the last, I don't know, six months, seven months, eight months. Um, mm-hmm. It just seems so strange and and I don't understand the philosophy behind a lot of it. And, um, you know, it, it's the information isn't there to justify a lot of what's going on. So I don't understand. Is it a game? Is is it one-upmanship? Is it, you know, you did this and I'm going to now erase everything you did and I'm going to do something else? I mean, mm-hmm. if, if, that's, if that's the game, like I don't want to play it. <laughs> I'm not playing the game. I, I've, I've totally disengaged. When it comes to that, I'm doing an outside analysis. I'm observing like a spy bird, but I'm I'm seeing it play out, and I don't care for it at all. It's too immature. It really is. It's like we don't have time and illusion of this for this kind of stuff going on here. This is stupid. 
That's just me, but I'm telling you it is. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, but, but you all know, the evolutionary consciousness of tech, I mean, come on, we don't need to be doing this. I, I would I would really like to not that it would make a great deal of difference. I'd like to withhold my income tax for um a year and just say until you start yeah. doing stuff that benefits humanity, um, I'm keeping my money. Well, I don't think anybody I'm should have trouble. to pay that. They're they're outside collection agencies anyway, they're foreign collection agencies, so technically I don't think people should have to pay a dime. Well the Federal Reserve is a mistake, so you know mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, another, it's boring. Yeah. It's boring. It's not part of no, the United States, really. It, it kind of, you know, it, it's. I'm, I'm, with great anticipation, waiting to see what comes of all of this. You know, I know it's going to be upsetting, and I know it's going to be crazy, and I know it's not going to be comfortable for a while, but I do feel that that that, you know, there is a better way to help humanity move forward. And, you know, as far as all these people that have come into our country, you know, if we can help them, great. But, but you know, we have Appalachia where people are still living in, in hovels without electricity. Why can't we take care of our own first? Mm-hmm. And, Agreed. And, no, look at the homelessness in California, Colorado. I mean, everywhere it's, it's off the charts, it's off the rails. So, yeah, they need to take care of their own. You know, take care of yourself first. Save some energy for yourself and your country first. Then you can reach out. That's not happening. Yeah. That's, there's a lot of negligence happening right now with the Amer- basically treating the American people like dirt. After all these years, people have worked very, very hard, and I don't think that's uh, I don't I don't think that's appropriate at all. No, I agree with you. And and it's it's like, you know, um, somebody was talking about slavery um, earlier on on the news, and and all I can think of is. Um, we're we're all enslaved. We're enslaved by credit cards. We're enslaved by mortgages. We're enslaved by, you know, we we are not free to do and be as we would like to be. And so many people are struggling so hard with such difficulties mm-hmm. because, I, I mean, I, I'm one person and, and I go to the grocery store maybe once a week and, I, you know, where I was coming away, Two three years ago, with spending a hundred dollars a week, now it's two hundred dollars a week. Now everything oh, yeah, is so no, much more expensive, mm-hmm. and 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 it's it's kind of like that's not appropriate. There's there's abundance in this country. If if anybody yeah. has ever driven across this country and seen the vast spaces that are open there, there's plenty of room out there, and and mm-hmm. it's you know we're all crowded on the on the shorelines. Um, except not me. I'm right on the edge of this, um, the, um, oh, the fault line, the, the um, oh, gosh. Madras? The, the, uh, yeah, New the Madras. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I Well, you're holding it down over there. You're stabilizing it. <laughs> well, every year I have predicted it would go off, and so it hasn't. So I figure the one year I don't is, is the year everybody should watch out for, because then it'll probably go <laughs> I'll probably keep so, an eye on Yellowstone um, before that area, but yeah, you never know. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, Yellowstone, the animals were leaving it a, a couple of years back, and everybody thought, "Uh oh," um, but but nothing came of it. So, no. but they're saying that you know a lot of the fires out out in California have been started intentionally. Um, mm-hmm. That that you know, and and that's horrifying. 
Why? Uh, yeah. Arts, because they're crazy. People are just nuts. That's what I mean by they did it in Colorado. Was it last year? We had a bunch of crazy arson people, too. I mean, they're just off the rails right now. That's what I mean by they're just losing it. I like to blame it on other well, things. Think- you know, it's global warming. Well, when people are lighting a match, it's not global warming. It's negligence. Oh, gosh, yeah. But... And and the homelessness, I want. I have to go back to that. I have never seen anything like it in California, and then yep. in New York as well, and and in yeah. Florida and Colorado. I mean, yeah, I just Colorado horrible right these, now. I I are they homeless because they're really homeless, or because they'd rather get money for not working than than actually struggling with a job? You know, I it it y- you sit back and you yeah. You, I just, I've worked all my life, and so many, and my family has worked all their life, and 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 you know, it, you get rewarded for working hard, and and yet there are people out there with their hands out, and then you see these poor people that you you just they they stand by the street and they hold up a sign, and you know we'll work for food. I mean, and mm-hmm. you can only donate so much money and hope that it goes to the right places, but. Um, there's something wrong when our society is this skewed. And right. I agree. Well, you look at Hollywood and, and overpaid entertainment. I said before they should have put a cap on how much money they can make because, to me, nobody should be worth that much money. They don't do anything spectacular. They're just overpaid entertainers or actors, musicians. I never understood that whole arena, uh, how, how lucrative that business is. And, and to me, it seems like I think that's one of the real drains. That's the money pit, in my opinion. You've got super wealthy people up there. And then you've got people starving in the streets, and it's way off scale, way off balance. Doesn't well, and, and, and yet some of them, you know, like let's see, Oprah has orphanages she supports. Um, Shirley MacLaine does the same thing. There are some of there are some of those people that really do put their money to, but but not so much that they're hurting. But you know, they do put mm-hmm. it to good use. But but I just um, I'm overwhelmed by, and the thing that really scared me was when I saw that 14,000 people were taken someplace and put someplace else overnight. How did that happen? Well, it's military base. I think that's the one that, didn't they put them on the military base? I know one did. I, I think they had a girl get assaulted over there, too, one of their military personnel, one of the Air Force. Was it Air Force? I can't remember now. It's one of the military bases, though. Once again, they uh, brought, uh, you know, just the stuff is already getting nasty. Okay? So... Putting people in harm's way is not okay, and that's what he's done. No, and and you know I'm I'm all for helping out people. You know, no matter where, I think that everybody should. Nobody should want for food or shelter. They shouldn't. And and in this world, mm-hmm. there's no reason why any people do. Yeah, but people also have to be willing to to work to support themselves. And and in many in some cases, that's not the case. Some people work mm-hmm. the system so that they don't have to wor- work and, and they just oh, yeah. live off the fat of the land. And Ooh, that's been that's, yeah. I I know. <laughs> so our mm-hmm. system of, of, you know, helping those that need help is has got to be sort of taken a look at again as well. Um but but you know, that's when we reorganize as a country, you and I, um, we'll have to right. make sure that we plan for this. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, to start. Conversations yeah, it, it are good. Seems, it, it seems to me that, that um, 
you know, when when you you figure out a process, and and there are people out there that are immediately looking, how do I how do I how do I get around this process? How do I cheat? And you know, that's that's frightening. That's really mm-hmm. frightening. I mean, you I know, agree. they they settled off they settled Australia by just putting crooks in there, and and you know, actually they they're they right done now. too badly. Yeah, well, the people aren't oh, real gosh, happy, yeah. but yeah. Mm-hmm. It's out of control. But, but but look at too what's happening. There are um, there are certainly the hurricane season has been horrific, and there are volcanoes that are erupting, and there are earthquakes that are happening. Mm-hmm. So so Mother Nature is definitely um, saying, you know, I I'm mad, and watch out because you know I'm coming for you. Um, oh, even the moon. Yeah, you know, there's there's a lot going on. There's sentient intelligence. You know, there's a, there's a lot uh-huh. of energy there. Well, you know, I you kind of think we've been left alone theoretically by by the non-terrestrials, uh, hopefully so that we find our own way. But sooner or later, somebody's going to intervene, and and it's it's going to be frightening. Well, if they're making and, a lot of noise, that's what I kept saying. You know, this, this terraform rock called Earth, they call it planet Earth, is making a lot of noise right now. <laughs> uh-huh. We should be careful. <laughs> You know, kind of like be careful what you wish for, um, right. and and you know the reality is if an if a non-terrestrial entities come in, they will take over, and we will definitely not be in control of our own planet. And I don't think we want that to happen. Um, oh yeah. well, we, we've we've come to two down to about a minute here. Um, oh my goodness! Oh, yes. My best. Uh, very fast. Uh, you, you, let's give out give out your your website and your radio show so people know where to find you. Oh, they can find me at Hyperspace on KCR Digital Radio Network on Fridays at twelve midnight Eastern Time, nine p.m. Pacific, and Ravenstar's Witching Hour Saturdays at Revolution Radio Studio A, twelve twelve midnight Eastern Time, nine p.m. Pacific. My website nightshadowanomalydetectives.com or dot net. And you have there's two you have you have fascinating people on there. You really have great yes. guests. And you need to come back at some point. I'd love to have you back on the show whenever you're guided to come back. Let me know. love to have you on. Oh, sure. Anytime. I know you're Any, busy. Anytime you're... Okay. Excellent. Oh, this no, has been anytime, fun, Barbara. Thank any... you so much. It's always oh, wonderful to be here with you. It is, it is always a joy. You get to pick the, ne- the next chapters we go oh, into. To, well, uh, it's your turn. That's going to be hard work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll find something cool. Okay, great. And and so that's it for tonight. And thank you, everybody, for being here with us. Uh, Solaris will be back the Sunday before Halloween in October. And we will talk to you then. We will look forward to uh, Mark has a great show tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow, excuse me, Tuesday. And there are other shows that are on the network, so check out the network on the YouTube channel. And uh, if you like what you see, please subscribe because that's the only way we know you're listening. Good night, everybody.